This is the Going to Distance Podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is finally that time of year. Super Bowl 55, the greatest athletic spectacle America has to offer. Patrick Mahomes, Tom Brady, goat versus baby goat. It's going to be a good one. We have a great episode planned today. We're going to talk about all of our gambling picks for the Super Bowl and who we think is going to win and come out on top. But before we get into that, you know the drill. We got to get through our promos first. Make sure you guys check out our brand new website www.gtdsports.com. You can check out our podcast on Apple Music and Spotify as well now. You can follow us on Twitter at GTD underscore sports, as well as our personal accounts. I'm over at at RyanBanel8, and Elijah is at Elijah Spans. If you want to keep up with all of our picks, including this weekend's Super Bowl bets, make sure you follow us on the Action Network. You can search us by full name, and you'll be able to track and play along with all of our picks. And last but not least, subscribe to the brand new GTD Sports newsletter to make sure you guys don't miss out on any email notifications for brand new episodes. And we're on TikTok now. Fuck my life. Hell yeah, we're on TikTok. I did just forget about that. TikTok is at GTD underscore sports as well. So we're trying to blow up on there, you know. I hate it, but, you know, you got to do what you got to do. I hate it too, man, but it is what it is. I never thought I would be making TikToks, but got to do what you got to do. At least it's not our girlfriend making us dance. Yeah, oh god, dude, I've seen a bunch of those. But all right, well, we've got a, a ton, a ton of ton of absolutely degenerate Super Bowl prop bets for you guys, because uh, you know we love to responsibly lose money. Yeah, speaking of degeneracy, I have more money out on the Super Bowl than I have in my bank account. So let's fucking ride. Let's fucking ride, dude. It's gonna be a fun Sunday. Our first pick of the night, before the game even starts, me and Elijah have talked about it before we started recording. We both agree on this one. It is the length of the national anthem. Elijah, tell us about that one. It's got to be the over at a minute 59 seconds. It's a duet between Jasmine Sullivan and country music star Eric Church. Ooh. And there is no way that this under or that this uh, national anthem will go under because for one... It's a duet. Two, Jasmine Solman has got some pipes. I listened to her before this. Beautiful voice. Another thing, too. Think about what our country has been through since the last Super Bowl. So much. All that, all that pain, all that sorrow is going to be put into this national anthem. They're going to hold the NFL, those notes like no tomorrow. Oh, my God. The NFL has undoubtedly told these two to be like, hey, y'all two have got to milk this like no other. And... Think about the optics, too. I hate getting political, but it's a white man and a black woman singing our country's national anthem together. Out of all the things that's happened with race, I think that they're going to they're gonna milk this optic of having them two. Um, they're going to milk the moment. Together. Yeah, and all for, all for unity or whatever, because our country has been pretty broken this pretty year. Pretty fucked up lately. Political. But... We're going to make money. So Yeah, we're going to make money on it. That's what really matters. Before that's, the game even starts. That's my process. Before yeah, the game, before even, the game starts. even starts. Yeah, my so. one of the reasons I'm taking it is because uh, if you look at the history of the prop bet, six of the last eight national anthems have gone over the two-minute mark. Uh, sadly, though, the last two Super Bowls have hit the under. But this is where things change, you know. 
It's a duet. Like, how could you how could you not go with the under on a duet? Yeah, I don't remember the last time there was a duet in the Super Bowl National Anthem. I mean, has there ever been one? I, I don't even know. Exactly. So, like, they're going to... It's a lock. It's it's going to... Yeah, it's a, it's lock. a lock. It's lock of the century. My, it's always uh, a good good way to start the Super Bowl with a lock. Oh, yeah, of course. You, you always like to start the game up a little bit of money. But my uh, another one of my favorite pre-game prop bets is always, always, always the coin toss because it's probably the most degenerate bet you can place, which is why I love it so much. There's no reason. There's nothing that can actually sway what happens. It's literally just a fucking coin toss. So I'm going with tails this year, you know, because tails never fails. That saying is an expression for a reason. And I, I tried betting tails in the college football playoff game, the championship, and uh, it did not go my way. Let's say that. So I'm going. I'm going to try again. It's redemption time. Tails all the way. Yeah, that's all you, man. I'm a. <laughs> I don't, I don't like the coin toss bets because it's a 50-50 shot and the odds are minus 120 on both. So for me, that doesn't that isn't a lot of value. So I kind of stay away from those. I would like to. I might even do it if it was like minus 105 even. I got it at minus, minus 110. You got it at minus 110? Yeah. I've seen it at minus 120 every time I've looked. So like It was there at one point, but uh, I'm not sure. Like The books keep switching around and stuff. But yeah, I agree though. Minus 120 is a little bit steep for a coin toss. I think yeah, minus 105 would definitely be a lot better because, you know, Vegas has to make their buck even off the that little small portion. So, yeah, can't just so have even anything, odds. Anything 50 50 as, as like a twink coin toss like that, I'm not I'm not going to bet it if it's minus 120. That's just stupid. I mean, it is stupid, but but it's fun. Yeah, it's it's totally stupid. <laughs> I'm aware it's stupid, but I can already just imagine myself staring at the TV. All my friends looking at me like I don't even know, like I'm crazy. And I'm just going to go hype once this tails hits. Sometimes it's good to feel like a complete degenerate, so. Yeah, I mean, it's a if fun feeling. If you want to hit the know? coin toss bet, then hit tails, because d- tails does never fail. Yeah, it's, that's the reason they say that. But now we're done with the pregame stuff. Let's go to the actual game, and we got money on first play of the game. We're disagreeing on this. Ryan, you think it's going to be a rush play. Tell me why. I don't think it's going to be a rush play. I know it's going to be a rush play. Think about it, all right? The weather, the weather's shitty. We've all seen there's projected rain, possible thunderstorms, you know? Yeah, how bad of a rain is it supposed to be? Do you know? It's, uh, the rain is supposed to happen in the morning, like in the morning to afternoon. And the Mm -hmm. forecast has been updated like every day as it goes on. And the chance of rain has slightly decreased with each day. So it won't be that bad, but what they're worried about is thunderstorms and like lightning delaying the game. So my philosophy, oh, that would suck. yeah, that'd be terrible, dude, because it's already the longest game of the year. So and it would just be even longer. But my philosophy behind the run play for the first play of the game is, you know, the weather. You got to get the game started somehow. You know, it's a big game, Super Bowl, millions of people watching, lots of nerves. Uh, I think that running is just the safest way to get it going because, I mean, nobody wants to start the game with an interception. Like, that would just completely throw off your mojo for the whole game. So, That's a good point. Yeah, I'm just I'm going to go with the run play. It's a safer option, but I'm also going to be pretty pissed if it's a pass. So I think it's going to be a pass. I put two units on it being a pass. I just I feel like these two teams are just going to come out firing. They both – don't have elite running backs or an elite running game. They're, it's a it's a complimentary running game. 
Uh, both of these teams, their bread and butter is their pass game and their weapons that they have on offense. And they're going to want to utilize these weapons, and they're not going to try and hide it. Like They are going to use, um, if the Chiefs get the ball, they want, to, they want everyone to know that Tyree Kill, McCole Hardman, and Travis Kelsey are out there to try to stop them. You know, it's impossible. Yeah. So they're going to, I think, I think it's just going to be a pass play. Both these teams are just going to try and come out firing. And I wouldn't be shocked if, if Bucks get the ball first, they go to a fade route to Mike Evans right off the bat, right off the bat. Mm. Right off. I wouldn't be shocked because Bruce Arians, has got balls of steel. He does. He has some balls, you know? So I, I just, it would suck because it could just as easily just be a bullshit run play. But I don't know. Something's telling me that it's gonna. They're gonna come out firing. So yeah, two I, units. I don't know. We'll see. I, I put a small play. I only put half a unit on it just because I'm a little bit nervous. Plus the odds for the rush play were minus one fifty. So it's That's favored true, pretty yeah. heavily. Pass was minus one hundred five. So that was decent value too. Yeah. Well, I don't. I don't really know exactly how the offenses are gonna fare in this game because. There's a lot of def- a lot of time for defensive adjustments coming into the Super Bowl. So choosing uh, choosing the touchdown scorers and first touchdown scorer was definitely one of the hardest for uh, all these prop bets. But I chose my first touchdown scorer of this game. It's a very unpopular opinion, uh, but I'm going with Sammy Watkins at plus 1,600 odds. There's, this is insane value on the pick, okay? Plus 1,600 is usually the odds you get for, like, I don't even know, like, a, a player that doesn't play, like, the fucking fullback or something, like, nobody that gets in the game. Sammy Watkins hasn't played in the playoffs this year. Uh, he came out in a recent interview saying that he's guaranteeing another Super Bowl win for the Chiefs, and if he's that confident, I'm that confident in him. He's going to catch the first touchdown and win me a shit ton of money. So you're going with the Lizard Colt man to win the... To get the first touchdown of the game. Have oh, you heard yeah. about that? No. His lizard colt? Yeah, so Sammy Watkins believes that um, he's not human. He's actually a part of an underground cult that believes that um, what the fuck? all black people are lizard people. I'm serious. Look this up. Uh, I'm and actually... That, that they're... No, I'm, I'm, I'm dead ass, dude. <laughs> he's a freak. So, And how long how long has he been out for, too? Yeah, I just he, he's only been out a few weeks, uh, but okay. Sam, I just looked it up, and Sammy Watkins says, "quote unquote, I am a reptilian solar being." What yep. the fuck? Yep. Uh, okay, yeah, I, I don't know. That man has a ring already. <laughs> yeah, dude, think about it though. Maybe, maybe if he really is convinced he's a lizard, that that'll give him some extra fucking abilities. I don't know to break past the yeah corner. he's probably out there he's like look at all these human beings yeah he's like you trash fucking pathetic humans <laughs> so maybe i don't know who knows whatever whatever will get you through the day to make you think that this is a good bet because i think this is strictly a value bet if you're putting this on there it's just the odds are just good so you're like why not yeah because first touchdown score is so unpredictable yeah like it could be a you know a fullback or something like that like just as easily so but that's why those bets are fun yeah, exactly. And if they if it hits, dude, it's one of the best feelings in the world. I've only ever hit, I think, I don't like to do first touchdown scores that often, but I remember Monday Night Football, it was the Seahawks, I forgot who they were playing. I, I put like 20 bucks on Tyler Lockett to hit first TD, and I, I won like 140 off of it, and I was hype as shit. 
It was one of the yeah, best feelings feel ever. It. Yeah. But that's why the odds are so good. Yeah. So, well, outside those of are, those are pretty fun. Outside of the first touchdown score, uh, who do you have scoring a touchdown in this game? So I have um, Evans and Kelsey to both score a touchdown. Um, in my notes, I for the reasoning why I just wrote duh, um, because <laughs> duh. look, they're the t- they're the two biggest targets on the field. They're touchdown scoring machines. Um, I think one game this season, Mike Evans had two catches, two yards, and two touchdowns. Yeah. So um, they're both just touchdown scoring machines. They're unstoppable. They're a matchup nightmare. They're both going to get their bread this uh, Sunday. So, I mean, like, and it's good value, too. I think I put 15 to win, like, 22.50, so it's still plus odds. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, it's it's kind of an easy little moneymaker, I think. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's duh, in my opinion, as well. The only one I'm – because I, I picked the same two, but I added something on top of it. I got a three-leg parlay with Mike Evans and Travis Kelsey, each to score a touchdown, and then Leonard Fournette, a.k.a play off Lenny to score uh or no not to score but to rush for over 47 and a half yards which I think two of those three are a lock it's just I think Mike Evans is going to be the one I'm a little bit nervous about but like you said no matter how many or how little of yards he has he seems to find his way in the end zone yeah they're both red zone targets yeah also too I think you're a genius for making your own prop to add playoff Lenny and that little deal, because I wish I did that. Now that you mention it, I didn't even think of it. So yeah, good Lin- for you, Lin- <laughs> Leonard Fournette over forty-seven and a half is like rushing yards is definitely my favorite pick of the day or of the Super Bowl. Uh, playoff yeah. Lenny's been going off. I don't think they're going to give Ronald Jones as many carries because he's been kind of in a slump. But yeah, I think that parlay's a lock. That's plus three twenty odds. So that'll make me a very happy boy if uh, if I hit that. <laughs> Yeah, what's the what are your odds on that? Plus three twenty for the parlay. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I put like that's forty good. on it. Ooh. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's it should, nice. Should be a quick um, buck, hopefully. So I'm gonna talk about one of my favorite bets um, that I have out on the Super Bowl. It's um, I bet that there will be a missed PAT at plus one ninety. That is really good value because these two kickers are not very good at kicking PATs. Harrison Bucker especially. Um, Harrison Bucker has seven missed PATs this season, and Suckup has six PATs this season, both including playoffs, by the way. So I'm a huge fan of this bet at plus 190. Also, too, I would like to add that I had a parlay earlier in the season, a same-game parlay on the Chiefs-Ravens game. And um, it was I had Chiefs money on and the over at fifty four and the over didn't hit because Har- Harrison Butker missed an extra point so I think this is oh. where so it pushed and I just got my money for Chiefs money line so it pushed I mean so I think this is uh, my opportunity to get my money back from that fucking bullshit because dude gonna that's miss the worst one. man that is literally like I mean, a lost bet from a missed extra point is I don't know probably one of the worst things to ever happen. <laughs> Oh, it, it was brutal. It was brutal. I remember watching that, and my friends were like, hey, like, what if your bet doesn't hit because that mixed extra point? And I was like, well, I'll probably kill myself. And then- yeah. <laughs> Dude, it's like so, missing, like, in basketball, if you're taking the over-under, and you have the under, and they hit, like, a last-second shot, it's like, bro, fuck you, dude. Like, Yeah. It's frustrating so, as hell. But I also think 
another reason why is because I think a lot of touchdowns that he scored this game. It's raining, so there's gonna be a lot of extra point attempts. So there's a lot of a lot of opportunities for this bet to hit. Yeah, and like thinking. and even with the rain too, there's a lot of opportunity for a mistake even on the um, PAT. Maybe they drop the snap, something slips through the hands. Never know. Yeah, who knows what could happen? And also too, like I think if you were to bet that there won't be a missed PAT, it was like minus three hundred. So yeah, really not the worth only. It. Yeah, the, really the only play, if you're going to do something like this, is to bet that there will be a missed PAT. Yeah. And plus 190, that's really good value. Yeah, definitely. Another one of my favorite picks uh, throughout the game, I kind of doubled down on this one. Uh, like I said before, I had Evans, Kelsey, and Fournette in a parlay. But I also chose a, a pick for both players to score a touchdown. Uh, Mike Evans and Leonard Fournette to score at plus 225 odds. So, again, my reasoning is just playoff Lenny. Uh, he's in Mike Evans is a reliable red zone target, and I can I can already envision it in my head because we talked about as well. It, there's going to be a one yard touchdown in this game, so I can already imagine it. Mike Evans fade route corner of the end zone, boom, easy done. Yeah, let's talk about uh that one yard touchdown bet. Though. Yeah, you have you have the numbers on that. You sent me that. What uh why is that such a good bet to bet that the Shortest touchdown in the game will be under one and a half. So, if, if for those that don't know, the over-under for the shortest touchdown in the Super Bowl is set at one and a half yards. And I know what you're thinking, like, oh, well, that's, that's not that long. That's really a one-yard cushion. But you'd be surprised because I think the number was in 86% of the Super Bowls, there has been a one-yard touchdown. And on top of that, 16% of every touchdown scored in the history of the NFL has come from the one-yard line. So all it takes is a penalty within the goal. Like, you know, if you're goal to go and they jump off sides or something, maybe even a pass interference deep downfield, and that's all it takes. You're on the one-yard line, just pound it in. But the odds on this are pretty heavily in favor of the under one and a half. They're minus 170. So... Personally, I think this is a lock. I think it's guaranteed going to be under one and a half. But yeah, it's free money. It is. It's free money. But minus one seventy is pretty steep. Yeah, um, I agree with you. I think there's going to be a lot of touchdown scoring opportunities, and one of those is bound to come from the one yard line. And you mentioned penalties. Um, this officiating crew, led by Carl Sheffers, has um, called the highest rate of penalties more than any other officiating crew in the league. Which brings me to my next bet which is that the Bucks will commit over four and a half penalties. Ooh, I thought and about the, that one, man. Mm-hmm, the Bucks got away with, away with a lot of calls in that NFC Championship game. Um, so I, I know um, historically that refs have been known to hold the flag more in Super Bowl games, but if they play like they were playing in the, uh, in the championship game with this officiating crew, it's going to get called. So... Put some money down on uh, on Bucks committing over four and a half penalties, and also too, I don't know why, but that Bucks Bears game came to mind when I made this bet. Remember when the Bucks went and back like what fifty yards or something yeah. like that on Thursday Night Football? Yeah, Tom Brady was getting pissed off. I mean, this is a very different Bucks team from that, but like Tom Brady's getting frustrated. They also have some uh, uh, a guard in that's a backup guard who might commit some false start penalties. He's a uh, from James Madison University. He's an undrafted free agent in 2019. I forget his name, but I just read about him. So yeah, You did your due diligence on this one, huh? 
Yeah, I just I think I could see it. I could see it very easily committing five BS penalties, especially if their defense is playing like they were in the NFC Championship game. Dude, you might have just talked me into picking that one. Shit, that seems really tempting. Cause I was looking through, there is a shit ton of like team prop bets just in general. Like you can bet on whether or not the Bucks will convert their first third down, whether or not they will convert a fourth down in any time in the game. Like, yeah, it, it's crazy. Like, anything you can think of, you can bet on. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a wonderful time to be alive. <laughs> wonderful Maybe time. Better. Wonderful time, dude. Yeah. If only is... they could just legalize it nationally. Yeah, this is second Christmas right now, though. Yeah, yeah, Super Seriously. Bowl day, for real. They need to make Super Bowl a national holiday. Change my mind. They sh- we should not do anything the next Monday. This yeah, get school literally off. literally the greatest day of the year. Yeah, you know, I mean, let, like, let the kids celebrate. But I've, I've noticed now that I'm looking at my picks, I think I may, this. I mean, this could go better or worse for me because I'm noticing that my touchdown picks are kind of off each other. I have quite a bit of touchdown picks. So I have Tyree Kill to score any time at minus 150. And then I mentioned earlier I have Sammy Watkins as the first touchdown scorer. And then I also have the parlay with Mike Evans and Kelsey. So I'm going to need a lot of touchdowns. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't think those will all hit. No, but, definitely not. Uh, if you get a, if you get a couple of those, especially if you're a Sammy one or you're um, – your plus three twenty parlay, like that'll be yeah, that'll yeah, be a nice little payday. Yeah, I didn't make any too <laughs> heavy of plays on these, but like the Tyree Kill one, I literally only put like fifteen bucks on it. But nah. yeah, so it, it should work out though. <laughs> I hope. No, it's gonna be. I I think that there's that defenses are so different today that um, they're not judged on how they stop touchdowns. They're judged more on turnovers and crucial stops. Yeah, so, that's true. And both these offenses are just so high-powered. I mean... it's Yeah, it's crazy. But we'll get into that. We got a, we got a couple more prop bets to get into. Um, so many prop bets. Do you have bets. any other ones that have to do with the game? Because I think I'm done with my game prop bets. I have another fun prop bet. Yeah, that's, that's all I got for uh, the during the game props. But okay. I got a couple so, post games. So I have one who the MVP referred to in his speech... I took City at plus 400, and the other options were teammates, coaching, ownership, and God slash religion. Who do you have? See, I disagreed with you, and I went with God slash religion. I don't know what it is, but I just have a vision. I can hear the exact sentence they're going to say, whoever it is, probably Mahomes. I just want to thank God for blessing me to be in this position and thank my teammates for all the hard work we put in this season. See, but... The key is God yeah, he came is a Texas first. boy. Yeah, he is God a Texas came boy. first. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I last year the teammates was first because Mahomes won it last year and he mentioned teammates first. So that's why it's pretty heavily favored at minus one eighty odds this year. But you took City at what plus four hundred? Yeah, and that's a goddamn lock. That, okay. I don't, I don't know about a lock, it's but a, it's a lock. No, I'm con- I'm solely convinced that this will be that they will mention the City first because one, if it's Brady. There's no way that he's not mentioning Tampa Bay. It's his okay, first year in the true. city. It's his first year in the city. The game is being played in Tampa Bay. And even if it isn't Brady, if it's Mahomes, think about what we've been through this year in COVID, that they're going to shout out the city first because all these cities have been, you know, reeling. Dude, you know, I might make a small for a lot of these, that too now. For, for a lot of these cities, um, 
I mean, for, you know, the whole country has been, you know, relying on football as an escape. Yeah. And so, like, football has been more important than it ever has before. So they're going to shout out the city first. They're going to shout out the fans. There's no way that they're not going to do that this year. I'm convinced. I could totally see that, especially if, uh, especially if the Buccaneers win, you know, playing in their home home stadium. Shit. Oh, man. I, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I just... <laughs> You just, I just got you, didn't me, I? Maybe, dude. Yeah. Shit. I didn't even think about like you know being in his own city in front of his. Yeah, home you better fans. hedge that real quick. Yeah, <laughs> put a put a little small small play on city as well. Double down it's, on the. It's plus four hundred, dude. That's insane odds. <laughs> that is. Yeah, I only put ten on it because I didn't want to put more. I didn't want to lose more than ten dollars on who somebody referred to in a speech. Yeah, it's... but like, <laughs> still. Yeah, like, I yeah. I got God and religion at plus one fifty, so it's a little bit more heavily favored. Nope, it's got it's got to be city this year. What about uh, that's enough? Yeah, what about the Gatorade shower? Are you taking anything on that? See, I'm not taking anything on that because there's a lot of uh, there's not very many good. It's not very good odds. Like, yeah, there's like three one, of them with minus odds. The, the, yeah, there's yeah. So like, I'm not gonna take something as silly as the Gatorade shower with minus odds. If I'm gonna take a bet like that, it's gonna be plus odds. Yeah, exactly. I did like um, clear liquid for plus four hundred. Because it is going to be raining, I don't think guys. I think guys are going to put uh, stick li- like so it's going to be water basically. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're going to put sticky liquid on their head coach after it's been raining. So I don't know. Well, maybe maybe, though, uh, maybe that's another maybe, reason to put it on him because like he's wet, it's washing him off and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe maybe even no Gatorade shower this year because it's raining. I, that's what I thought about. I, I really thought about placing the no Gatorade shower. I'm. I'm staying away from this one personally, but Me too. it is a fun one. It is a fun one to to put money on. So yeah, I'll be watching to see which one you know goes on. But I, I really wanted to take red because I'm convinced that this year it's going to be red if there is a shower at all. But the odds on it are like minus 120, so that's literally yeah, that. worthless. No, I'm not gonna. There's no way in hell I would put a bet on that for minus 120. Yeah. So my advice is to stay away from that, but if you absolutely have to, do it. Do what you got to do. Do what you got to do. It's fun. That's why we do this. I think that that'll do it for all of our completely degenerate mid-game prop bets and post-game prop bets. But uh, now, now that we've gotten those out of the way, the fun ones, we can get into the actual game itself. So before we talk about some details, who are you taking in this one, Elijah? Chiefs minus three. It's uh, in my notes I just put come on, like come on. They, um, yes, they've like struggled this year. I'm putting air quotes around that um, because they didn't cover the spread a lot this year. Um, there was that Falcons game that everybody loves to point out, but everybody has a rough game. M- my thing is, is that they went 14 and two while you know seeming to struggle. So yeah, despite their struggles, they went fourteen. They won fourteen games. Um, the Bucks had their struggles and they lost games, so they went eleven and five. You know, so I'm I'm gonna take the team that struggled and still found a way to win. And honestly, I wouldn't even say that they struggled. I think that the Chiefs are so goddamn good that they were just like, hey, let's just half-ass it or just try some bullshit real quick, and then if it doesn't work, we'll turn on the Jets and we're gonna win this game. Yeah, like they can I mean, literally like, just. Turn, pull it out of their ass any game they want they just pull and they've it out done their it ass. and they've done it and then or they've they've you know played it half asleep 
Or but then you look at that Bills game and they're awake the entire game. Literally yeah. their only misstep was McCole Hardman muffing a punt. And that was just one guy. That wasn't the team. Yeah, and then he so, made up for it with like a huge fifty yard run. Yeah. And then the touchdown right after that fifty yard run. So I just think they're too good. They have too many weapons on offense. Their defense is no joke. And also too, we have to point out the uh, Chiefs defensive coordinator Steve Spagnolo was the Giants defensive coordinator in 2007. So he knows how to beat Brady. Okay, that's that's a bit of a stretch. No, I mean you know yeah, on, he's already it's a different he's offensive a two, team. He's though. a two-time Super Bowl winning defensive coach. Yeah, he's going right. to make it 3. But Tom Brady is also a six-time Super Bowl winning quarterback. Well, he's owned one against Spagnolo. Let's make it own two. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Well, I'm I'm going to contradict you as well on this one. See, my I'm kind of having a an inner conflict with myself because my brain is telling me to pick the Chiefs, but my heart is telling me to pick the Bucks. So, fuck my brain. I'm going with the Bucks plus 3. Tom Brady, I think he's going to get his 7th Super Bowl. And part of my reason is because Tom Brady has so much more to lose in this game, which is kind of He's ironic. on a legacy mission. Yeah, He's like he, he has a lot to lose in this game compared to Mahomes. Like, if Brady wins, there is absolutely no reason anybody should ever utter the words system quarterback again. Like, ever. You know, in his first season outside of the Patriots system, he led them to a Super Bowl. In my opinion, that's good enough to break the, you know, the stigma. Yeah, he's already done it. Yeah, that's good enough. So... It proved that the Patriots needed him more than he needed the Pats because if you look at Bill Belichick's coaching record too, he's made the playoffs one time in eight seasons without Tom Brady. But then in 18 seasons with Tom Brady, he made the playoffs 17 times. It's fucking absurd, dude. Well, I still think Belichick's a really great head coach. So we'll oh, see he what is. He I'm not trying to knock him. I'm not a, trying to knock him. But, nah, Brady, Brady definitely proved his point this year is that yeah. he is not a system QB. He is, you know, the greatest of all time. And, um, you know, just by making it, you know, so. But, and I could definitely see the Bucks still winning this game. Um, I, I do think, though, that in terms of betting, if you're really nervous about this game, is you make a teaser play. For those of you who don't know what teasers are, it's when you add six points to the lines, but you have to make it a, a parlay. So you could definitely do a two-way parlay to do bucks plus nine and hit the over at 50. So that would be a really good play for those of you who are nervous out there. I'm not going to do that because I think I think that the Chiefs are just too good. But that is a definitely a safe play for you to hit. Yeah, I like but the I mean, teaser play too. Yeah, but also at the same time, I mean, the Bucks could could very easily win this game. They're a very talented team. Their defensive line is no joke. I mean, Vita Vea is a men amongst boys. He's another yeah, I Samoan think out there. Is just, be the key in yeah. the game. I, like, the even de- though it's Tom Brady, I think the defense is really going to be the key. Their front seven is amazing. stupid good. Yeah, it's amazing. stupid good. I mean, you got Shaquille Barrett, Vita Vea, um, Jason Pierre-Paul, the one-handed Jason Pierre-Paul. Dude, he had a great game uh, last time. Mr. Fireworks himself, Jason Pierre-Paul. <laughs> Dude, I really wanted to take. There's a prop bet on his on his sacks over under zero point five. I really want to take the over, man, and just oh shit, yeah, and get hype for a if, Peter Paul sack, dude. If I had more credit, I'd probably put a play on that. Dude, I might, I might. 
I don't know. But, I'll um, think about it. There's just so many options, dude. I can't even keep up with what I want to put those. Those linebackers, too. I mean, Devin White and uh, Levante David. Devin White's a fast, streaky linebacker. Um, he had a couple picks against Drew Brees. Um, and then Levante David is top five linebacker in the yeah, game right now. Yeah, I was right just now. about he's, to say that. He's stupid good. He is. And then, you know, if you want to get in their secondary, uh, Carlton Davis, he had a rough game against Tyreek. His worst game of the year was against Tyreek Hill, so that's a reason to kind of count him out. But... He's also a really good cornerback, and Antoine Winfield has been, you know, a great rookie safety. They've even seen in redrafts, I've read a couple of redrafts, of him going in the first round. And for a safety, for people to say that you should have drafted a safety in the first round is saying a lot because safeties yeah, pretty typically don't good. go in the first round. Yeah. So he's damn good. So, I mean, this defense is no joke. Todd Bowles himself is also a really good defensive head coach. I mean, if you can stop Aaron Rodgers like they did last week after back-to-back Brady picks, um, then you know what you're doing and you're good at your job. Yeah, I think, too, also with just this whole kind of new era, um, the Mahomes era, let's say, or let's call it, uh, it showed that defensive coordinators are just becoming more and more important as the years go on, and head coaches seem to be becoming less important, if that makes sense. Like, the value of quarterbacks is significantly rising ever since Mahomes got in the league, and the value of head coaches is depreciating. Because sure, Andy Reid's a great coach. You know, I'm not trying to knock him at all. But if he didn't have Patrick Mahomes, would he really be in back-to-back Super Bowls? Well, no. t- to counter to counter that argument, I think that Mahomes could have possibly been a bust if he didn't go to KC. Yeah, he was he looked did. at as That's a project, true. so I wouldn't go that far. Yeah, but he wasn't I will like a say I will right agree with you that not only defensive coordinators are more valued than ever, but offensive coordinators as well. Because think about all the offensive coordinators that are getting head coaching jobs just after one year of being a coordinator. Yeah, well, and so, then fucking Eric Bieniemy doesn't. Like, well, what the hell is that? I think that's more of that's that's tricky. That's that's weird that he doesn't have a head coaching job. I think. Um, he might have keys to the car. That's true. Andy yeah. Reid's getting old. Andy Reid's getting old. Why would he leave somewhere? If Andy Reid retires in, I don't know, two, three, maybe even five years, and he says, you know, you could take over with Pat and win more Super Bowls if you just stay. And he's like, fuck it. I mean, that's what Josh McDaniel's doing right now in New England. Yeah. He's like, why would I? That's why he left. That's why he took that head coaching job in Indianapolis and then left to go back to new england he's like why would i leave when i have great ownership right here i think i think him and mcdaniels are in kind of that same same uh ilk yeah so i think you know who knows i think there's some backdoor stuff because there'd be teams would be stupid not to hire that guy as a head coach yeah i agree that that's what i'm wondering too is like what's really going on behind the scenes kind of because like you said teams would have to be stupid not to want be enemy as their coach He's got keys to the car, and maybe it's being me himself a little bit too. I, I would probably guarantee you that he's had head coaching offers, but he said no because it wasn't the right fit for him. Yeah, he was probably like fuck you the know? Jets. Well, I don't know if he got. Well, they went with Salah, so that was probably their pick. But I mean, it's good the Texans. He's probably like fuck the Texans. Oh yeah, why not, dude? I would definitely say fuck the Texans, dude. The Texans have the worst or like front office. Out of any NFL team in the league right now. Oh, by far, Jack Easterby is a joke. Yeah, it is but a joke. back to the game. Um, 
I think one of the big keys in this game is going to be Brady's ball security. Yeah, he did have three picks. That was that was scary. I didn't, you know, I mean, he still got the win over Green Bay, but three picks, damn. Yeah, there's no way in hell that Brady gives up a multi-pick game and still wins against the Kansas City Chiefs offense. Definitely not, nope. There's just, it's just not happening. Um, the Kansas City offense has the best weapons that I think I've ever seen on a team in the history of the game. I really do. I mean, you got Tyree Kill, the fastest man alive. McCole Hardman is stupid fast as well. Travis Kelsey is a matchup nightmare. He's big, he's fast, and he's strong. I mean, you could even make the argument that Prime Kelsey right now was better than is just as good, almost as good, maybe even better than Prime Gronk. Yeah, I agree. I think it's starting and to get I to mean, the argument even with another tight end like George Kittle too. Like the Kittle and Kelsey are easily the top right now. And I'll and I'll take Kittle. I mean, I'll take Kelsey over Kittle any day of the week. Me too. Yeah, I think Kelsey's of more week. of the receiving tight end as well. Oh my God, he's so he's just. He's just good, you know? Yeah, he's so... The stats, I mean, I'm what, he guaranteed. led the league in receiving this year, right? In yeah. receiving yards? Or he would have, but then he sat out week 17. Yeah, right? I think. So, um, and then if he was a, classified as a wide receiver, he would have been the number one wide receiver, the fantasy wide receiver in the league this year. That's so, absurd. Like, that's absurd. As a tight end to do that, are you, like... I mean, he's basically a wide receiver, just a big one that can block. Yeah, but he can block, too. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. He can block on the run plays. He's a goddamn football player. Yeah, I can. I'm already. I'm guaranteeing it. I'm not even predicting. This is a fucking guarantee. You know what Charles Barkley always says? Guarantee. The fucking Travis Kelsey is going to score a touchdown. Lock it in. Do whatever you want to do with that information. It's going to happen. Yeah, it's an easy bet. That's an easy, easy bet. bet. Um, but also too like speaking of the Chiefs weapons, like the Bucks weapons. They're no slouch either. No, definitely not. Scotty Miller, dude. Scotty Miller light. Scotty Miller light is fast, dude. His prop bet is set at twenty and a half receiving yards. It's not that many. Are you serious? Yeah, a lot of a lot of experts though are are taking the under. Like people are. I saw um one article gave Scotty Miller an eighteen percent chance to have zero receptions for zero yards. So. I mean, that's a pretty big chance for nothing. Um, I'm not buying that. You think you think Mr. Miller Light's going to come out big again? Yeah, I mean, he'll have a couple catches, no doubt. I mean, you know, Tyler Johnson is a good young receiver, too. Antonio Brown, as much as I hate to say it, is Antonio Brown. So I see he hasn't really been doing, like, all that much he hasn't, this He hasn't done much, which is weird, because, like, we're still expecting, like, that breakout game. But he hasn't... Well, I think it's Maybe. also too because in in the Bucks offense, he is the wide receiver three. Like he, That's true. he he plays that role. He doesn't get the he doesn't get the design plays for him. You know, Chris Godwin and Evans get those. Yeah, we've talked about all these great weapons that the Bucks have, and we still haven't even mentioned you know Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Yeah, dude, Chris I Chris mean, Godwin is one of the most underrated receivers in the league, in my opinion. He's had some he's had some drop issues this year. Yeah, but uh, if he. That'll be a problem if he does continue those issues on Sunday. Um, but if he, you know, shows out and has a good game like he did last, um, in the NFC Championship game, like, man, watch out. I mean, this is this is going to be a really tough team to bet. Like, I'm not going to call you. I'm not going to call anyone stupid for taking either of these teams. Yeah, it, it's you it's know. really a coin toss. 
Might as well just put all your money on the coin toss bet, you know? No, fuck that. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, but no, this is going to be a really awesome game to watch. I mean, I'm really looking forward to this one. I think it's going to be even better than last year's Super Bowl. Yeah, I can't wait, dude. There's, there's just so much to like the narrative behind it and everything. Like, we are really seeing the greatest quarterback from one generation now face the greatest quarterback from the new generation. Like, it's, it's just something that we're probably never going to get to see again. Because I don't really know how long Brady's going to keep playing. So, and it's almost like the the passing of the guard. Yeah, it really is. It the really is. I the think, torch. I mean, yeah, I think especially if Mahomes wins, then it is the passing of the torch. Like, hey, this is your league now. You know, because he is the face of the NFL right now. He and yeah. Brady used to be. Well, Brady's not done after this year, no matter what. I think. I I don't think so either. I think he's got at least two more. Yeah, I mean, he signed a two-year deal with the Bucks. Um, who knows if he'll finish his career with the Bucks? He might. He might even go back to New England. Who knows? I, I think he'll probably do kind of like what Jason Witten just did recently: go back for a one-day contract and retire as a Patriot. Yeah, that's probably the most likely scenario. Yeah, they're probably. I think uh, he'll probably retire as a Buck. He'll probably do you know the Peyton Manning, Joe Montana route. Well, yeah, he'll retire while he's playing for the Bucks, but not. As a buck, he will go down. Oh yeah, yeah he'll the, go down as a pat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do the one day contract thing that teams love to do. Yeah. So, um, like, kind of mentioning that passing the torch though, Brady. It, you know, if Brady wins, then he's gonna have a seven to one Super Bowl advantage over Mahomes. But if Mahomes wins, then Brady's advantage is only six to two. So, and I was reading up uh, on a couple like number crunches, statistical analysis, stuff like that, and. If Mahomes is to lose this Super Bowl, then he's projected to take 18 seasons to catch Brady's seven rings, which is yeah absurd. I th- I think uh, when people talk about that, they're taking advantage of just how great and just how impressive it is that Brady has won six Super Bowls. Yeah, because um, like take for advantage the because the Patriots now have the most Super Bowls more than any other franchise, and Brady won all six. Yeah, um, the the Cowboys have won five, and that was over two different eras. You know, it was in the seventies and eighties, and then they had the dynasty run in the nineties. Or you take the Forty ers who have also have five, and they had you know their eighties run and with Joe Montana, and then they had their um, two with Steve Young, or was it one? I can't remember. I think it was but one with way. Steve Young. Okay. Um, and then you have the Steelers who won their, you know, won their Super Bowls across multiple eras. Brady did it in one era. So, like, that's to even suggest that Patrick Mahomes would do it would kind of be discounting what Brady has done. I'm sure Patrick Mahomes could easily win three to four Super Bowls. But if you are going to make that argument now that, you know, um, that Patrick Mahomes could catch up to Brady is still stupid at this point, in my opinion. Yeah, it would be nearly impossible. And also, just to uh, fact check that Steve Young won, he's actually won three Super Bowls. So he won three. Yeah, he might have been a backup as one of them because Joe Montana's won three. Yeah, he was. I think he was. Okay. Okay. He, yeah, he he was like the the Rogers to Brett Favre kind of thing. He was the backup. Yeah. So he won. He, he won the, two as a starter. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I love Steve Young though. He's one of my favorite. That's a, that's a whole other topic though. Yeah. 
But this but, is going to be an absolutely amazing game. My entire Sunday is going to be completely dedicated to reading up on everything happening, you know, watching the pregame shows, trying to somehow follow along with all of these degenerate bets I've placed. It's going to be a yeah, good time. My only, my only regret right now is that I don't have more credit to bet right now. Dude, see, I, I have more credit, but I just don't want to lose it. It's... Oh, I say that, but then I'm also gonna be like, "Scared money don't make no money." Well, yeah, you know? you're gonna bet. You're gonna. I know you. You're gonna bet. You're I'm more gonna of fucking a d- do degenerate it. than. Yeah, you're more of a degenerate than I am. So. Yeah, dude, it's gonna happen. It's. Uh, you know what's gonna happen is it's gonna be like 30 minutes before the game, and I'm just gonna randomly be like, "No, this line's a fucking lock, dude. Place a hundred dollars on it, and then it's gonna instantly lose." That's what's gonna happen. Anyway, well, we'll see. Um, this has been a really fun podcast to have. Uh, thanks for listening. The Super Bowl is going to be a blast. Can't appreciate y'all enough. Um, Taylor Fade, best of luck. Everybody out there, make sure uh, you lose your money responsibly. And if you if you choose to follow along with us, it's not our fault. <laughs> yeah, sorry that I... Uh, don't be like me and bet more money than you have in your bank account. So let's do well, this. Well, unless you win. I, you're going to come out a winner, man. Confidence, confidence. There you go. All right. Once again, guys, Taylor Fade, best of luck. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. This is the Going the Distance podcast.